zu einer neuen Folge von The Canadian Wants to Know. Ein Podcast für Englischlernende in Deutschland, der kraftvolle Geschichten und anregende Fragen nutzt, damit ihr auf unterhaltsame Weise eure Sprachkenntnisse verbessern, vertiefen und festigen könnt. Hier ist euer Host, The Canadian George Robledo. Welcome to The Canadian Wants to Know. On this episode, I'm going to tell you a story of courage, perseverance and faith. Like they say in the movies, based on a true story. This story begins in a small country in Central America, Guatemala in the 1960s. It is here we meet a 12-year-old girl named Lydia. Her father has made it clear that because she's a girl, she doesn't need any more education. So she must now go and work for him in his textile shop. Her father is abusive, not just to her, but also to her brothers and mother. So much so that one of her brothers runs away from home. She works long days for no pay. In the evenings, she sits with her mother and tells her, Mom, I want to go back to school. I know, honey. We'll find a way, is all her mother could say. Four years pass and she's still working in her father's textile shop. She wants to earn her own money, so she gets a side job selling magazines and books on the street. Her father disapproves, but is ultimately convinced so long as she brings home one quetzal, which is about a dollar, each day. She's not very good at selling books at first, but she knows that this is her only way to free herself from her father. Failure is not an option. One day her mother gets sick and her father blames her for it. She goes to beat her, but Lydia runs away. She realizes that she needs to go to school if she wants to get out of her situation. Little by little, she saves up some money, and at the age of 19, she goes back to school. She enters grade 7 and is put in a class with 12 and 13-year-olds. One of the boys is attracted to her and professes his love. Her response? I'm old enough to be your mother. She goes to school in the mornings, then quickly has lunch and goes out to sell books in the afternoon. In the evening, she studies and prepares for the next day's lessons. By selling books, she's able to pay for her education and bring home enough money to give to her parents. She graduates and gets a job as a receptionist at a mechanic shop. In the evening, she goes to a technical school to become a secretary. Unfortunately, Her country is in the middle of a war and there are riots on the streets near her school. Her school is closed so she waits restlessly for one year without being able to study. During this time, several of her friends leave the country to study abroad. She knows she can't afford to do the same. She speaks with her mother about her frustrations. Her mother tells her, Honey, I, I can't give you any money, but I know God will show you a way. One day, she runs into a family friend who asks her, What are your plans for the future? Lydia explains her desire to study, but that it's not possible because of the violence in the country. This friend mentions that she knows someone in Costa Rica that might be able to get her a job at a university there. Lydia is ecstatic and runs home to tell her parents. Her father is against the idea because he relies on her income to support the family. He tells her, You have no money to study in Costa Rica. All you're going to do is accumulate debt and come running back to us in six months. 
Lydia listens as her father rants and determines in her heart she is going to leave. A few weeks later, she gets on a bus to Costa Rica and never returns to her parents' house. She gets an education, a job, gets married, and gives birth to three boys. Alex, Jonathan, and me, George Alexander. This is the story of my mother. There are three qualities I admire about her. And the first one is fearlessness. My mother doesn't care if you understand her or not. She tries to communicate with people and is not afraid of anything. When she visited me in 2019, she spoke to Germans and French and I had to remind her that she's in Germany, not in France. But she just smiled and just tried to communicate with the people here even though she cannot speak one word of German. I, I admire so much this fearlessness that she has. And my question was, is how can we develop more of this fearlessness in our own lives? Right? She had her own situations that led her to have that mentality, but is it possible to develop that in our own lives? And I think that the answer is yes. But the first thing we have to do is first become aware of what are the things that we're afraid of. When I first moved to Germany, I developed a fear of speaking the German language. I had a couple negative experiences with people. And then that made me really close up about the language and the people here. And it's something that remained for about two years. right? But it was not until we moved to the south of Germany and I made the decision, you know what, I know that I have this fear, I need to face it that I actually started to make a change. And even when people, they looked at me funny, they're like, oh, was hast du gesagt? And some, some people were not so nice to me, which is okay, it happens. I was able to smile at them and I tried to explain myself again. So it was only by facing my fears, my fear of speaking German, my fear of looking stupid, my fear of not understanding and being uncomfortable, when I was able to face it, that's when I was able to learn the German language. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. So become aware of your fears. What are these things that you're afraid of that keep you in your, that keep you in your comfort zone so, so that you don't have to be exposed to that situation? And once you're aware of it, then face it with courage. Look for people who will encourage you and who will motivate you and say, no, you can do it. I believe in you. And if you don't have friends like that, then my advice would be to hire a coach or hire a professional that will go with you alongside you and will help you on this path towards a more fearless and more positive uh, development. The second quality that I'm very impressed by when I think of my mother is her determination. She wanted to have a better life, so she fought for it. She didn't make excuses. She could have said, you know what, I come from this poor country uh, and I was raised in this very abusive environment. And because of this reason, I'm just going to stay here without much education. I'm just going to work a, a very, um, some small jobs here and there. But she didn't make that excuse. She knew that she wanted something better for herself 
And she worked really, really hard in order to make her dreams come true. And she made them come true. And I'm so proud to say that this is my mother. (laughs) She wanted something. She fought for it. She didn't make excuses. And she was able to build the life that she wanted to have. I moved to Germany in 2016. I couldn't speak one word of German. I asked myself, okay, then what can I do here? And just like my mother, I said, you know what? Instead of looking at the problems, what are the solutions? What are some options that I can look for? And I remember in my mid-20s, I taught English for two years. So I said, okay, let's see. Let me try to do that in Germany. And at the time, my wife said to me, oh, no, George, but you don't speak German, so you won't be able to explain things to them. right?" And, and she gave me a couple points of why it was not possible for me to do it in Germany. But I didn't care. I said, you know what? Let me try and see what happens. So I put a couple ads on eBay Klananzeige and I found my first three students. That was five years ago. Today I have a sustainable and relatively successful teaching business. I worked hard to to build this. And I know that the only reason I've been able to Uh, develop this mindset is because it comes from my mother. I learned from her experience. I learned from her story. I learned from watching her move through the world without any fear and to see how determined and how strong-willed she is that I have also been able to develop that. And determination, it begins with the little things, right? No one goes from not running to all of a sudden running marathons and ultra marathons. No, it starts little by little. First, you start by running one kilometer, and then maybe the next day you run two kilometers. So you have to start small, right? If your decision is, you know what, I want to get fit, then my suggestion is then start by walking 15 minutes a day and, and little by little start to build that up. If your goal is to eat healthier, then maybe start by reducing your fast food consumption. These small changes, they make a big difference in the long run. And that's what will ultimately help you build determination. The third quality that I admire about my mother is her faith. My mother comes from a patriarchal society. So a patriarchal society is a society where men govern uh, in most aspects, politically, economically, in the household, that's the society she comes from. And in, especially back in the 1960s, women were seen as inferior. Right? Her father believed that she, girls didn't deserve an education. So after she finished grade six, he said, no, that's enough schooling for you. But what is so impressive is that even though she comes from that society where women were seen as inferior, she was able to stand up to her father and say, you know what? I want something more. I want to get an education. I want to be someone in this world. And even though she came from that society, she fought against it and she was able to overcome. And I remember when I asked her to to sit down, when we sat down together to talk about this story that I told you at the beginning, I asked her the question, where did this desire come from? This desire to go back to school, this desire to get an education, this desire to to develop yourself and, and to have a better life than your own mother had. Where does that come from? And her answer was, 
My mother always told me that God had a plan for my life, and I believed it. It was faith that pushed my mom forward. She had this strong belief, and still has it today, this strong belief that God is guiding her life, and that has helped her in the darkest moments of her life. There's another story where she almost died, right? She was in a pickup truck sitting in the back. The car flipped, and she almost died in that experience. But she's still here today. And, it, and to her, if you ask her, it's because of her faith and it's because God protected her. I admire that, even though her and I, we don't agree on every point. But I, I, I admire the fact that she is, has so much faith and belief. And she's passed that down to me. Ever since I was a young boy, she's always told me that I'm on this planet for a reason, that I'm not here for as as simply as a coincidence but that my life has a purpose and i believe that <laughs> and maybe i'm crazy maybe maybe it, it's not true at all but i have this belief and that's what drives my decisions it's what drives my behavior this pursuit to lead a meaningful life i have this desire inside me i want to serve i want to support i want to help the people around me and I, I don't know what the future looks like for me, but I have this belief that it's going to be beautiful, it's going to be meaningful, it's going to matter. And that's because of the faith that my mom has put in me. So my question is, what do you believe about yourself? Do, do you believe that you are capable of learning and growing and developing yourself? Do you, do you believe in kindness and service? Do you believe in that you can make a difference in the lives of the people around you? Do you believe in love? What do you believe in? And how do these beliefs influence your behavior, your decisions? Right? Beliefs are powerful. And they will determine a lot of what we do in our lives. So the three qualities were fearlessness, determination, and faith. I'm interested to get your answers to the following question. What are the beliefs that most influence your decisions and behavior? You can send me a message and I, I really look forward to, to reading your responses. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and share it with your friends. I also recently published an online course to help Germans correct their most common mistakes in English. This course will help you build a good foundation and it's a great starting point for those who want to reach English fluency. You can click on the link in the show notes for more information. That's it for this episode. Also, bis nächstes Mal.